Welcome to Communicate to Lead for leaders and aspiring leaders who want to clarify their message and communicate with impact. I'm your host, Keely Belton. In this show, you'll get all the tips and strategies you need to communicate with impact and lead your team to excellence. Let's get straight into today's episode. How would you rate your level of self-awareness? Do you know how you come across to your team? Or do you assume to know what they think of your communication style? Often we think we know how we come across, but we don't. Perhaps you used to know how you come across, but the last two years you've been so focused on keeping your team and business going that you haven't thought about it. Where do you focus your attention when you're getting ready to communicate with your team or audience? Do you focus on what you'd like to share or do you take time to think about the people you'll be speaking to? A big part of self-awareness is knowing the difference between intent versus impact. One of the hardest things for leaders to realize is that it's not what you say that matters, but rather what your audience hears. Your intent might be to share one particular message, while its impact is entirely different. An example that a client shared with me was her boss complimenting her on a job well done after successfully leading a project to completion. Her boss was so excited to let her know she did a great job and that she was appreciated. However, my client heard something completely different. She heard that her previous work wasn't up to standard. She had been with the team for over a year, and yet this was the first time she received positive feedback. Another example comes from an incident that happened just last week at Better.com, a direct lender providing online mortgage financing. A few days ago, the CEO of Better.com reportedly laid off 900 employees via a group Zoom call. Now, I don't want to get into the intricacies of whether the layoffs were justified or not, whether the timing was great or not. Instead, I'd like to focus on how the CEO conveyed his message and how he came across during that Zoom call. If you're interested, you can watch a short video clip of the Zoom call on YouTube. I'll link to one of the videos in my show notes. It's important to consider two aspects when we're communicating with others, your team included. Communication is mostly about presence and messaging. Messaging entails what and how you communicate, and presence refers to how you come across in terms of your body language and your tone of voice. In terms of messaging, if you want to be a respected and influential leader, you must be clear on who your audience is and what they expect of you even before you speak to them. Some questions to think about as you're preparing your message are, One, who is your audience? Two, what do they care about? And the next question, how do they feel about you? And lastly, what and how much do they know about the message that you will be delivering? Will it be a complete surprise to them? Let's dive in a little deeper into each one of these questions before we get to our case study of Better.com's CEO and what went wrong with his messaging and presence. 
getting back to the first question, which is, who is your audience? Now, I know the short answer here is your team is your audience. But think about it. Within your team, there's probably a mix of personalities with some people wanting a lot of details, while others simply want the overarching points and what they need to do. So are you able to accommodate all those different personalities and what they need in order to do what you ask them to do? The second question, what do they care about, is really crucial. Ask yourself, will they care about your topic or your message? Do you need to convince them that what you're talking about is necessary or will they get it right away? For example, in the better.com situation, we can all imagine that these affected individuals who were terminated in one fell swoop have a lot of questions running through their minds, like, what am I going to do without a job? How will I pay my bills? Will I be able to find a new job so close to the Christmas holiday break? They are probably not thinking about what's best for the company, but instead, they focus on their own problems. From a spectator's perspective, it seemed the CEO didn't really consider this question much. He seemed concerned about how hard terminating his employees was instead of thinking about what his team needed to feel supported. Now, granted that we'll have to lay off team members at some point in our leadership journey. That's not the question. The question here is whether we can do it with compassion and empathy for those on the receiving end of our message. Let's take a look at the next question, which is how do they feel about you? Does your audience know you personally and do they like you? You'll have a lot more goodwill from an audience that knows and likes you already. Last question. What and how much do they know about your message? Will it be a complete surprise to them? If your audience doesn't know much about the message you're sharing, they'll need some context to help them understand where you're coming from. When looking at Better.com CEO's message, his employees clearly did not expect to be terminated so shortly before the Christmas holiday season. From the reports that have since surfaced, they seem to be completely blindsided. How the CEO came across impacts how his ex-employees and probably the job market sees him. The CEO made several mistakes. Firstly, He chose the wrong medium to communicate an incredibly tough message, such as a termination. There are so many times when Zoom is a great medium to use for business purposes, but laying someone off is not one of them. That choice caused him to come across as uncaring and insensitive. Secondly, being terminated from one's job is incredibly personal, but it was handled in a very impersonal manner. Informing 900 people all at the same time that they are terminated can be seen as thoughtless and probably completely disrespectful. Lastly, the CEO focused on his feelings and how incredibly hard this was for him to lay off his employees instead of him holding the space for his affected team members during this unbelievably difficult time. 
Regarding presence and how he came across, his body language and vocal tone were definitely concerning. On the video, you can see him often averting his eyes when speaking, which gives the clear impression that he is reading a script. There's no expression on his face or emotion in his voice when he tells his employees they've been laid off by using the following sentences. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group that is being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. Ouch. You know, as an empathic leader, this one hits me right in the feels. I can only imagine what must have felt like a gut punch for everyone who was on that call. On another note, the number of excessive ums and his reading from a script gave the impression he wasn't prepared for this important call. I'm a big believer in having notes because believe me, notes help me and I know they help my clients stay focused and structured. But reading a script can often come across as mechanical and cold. He's clearly not inviting anyone to have a conversation with him. He's simply delivering a message. Laying off team members is a hard thing to do. And as a leader, you'll probably encounter this in your leadership journey at some point. There's no avoiding that, but you can suddenly choose how you deliver your message and what people perceive from your body language and your tone of voice. If you are in the unfortunate position where you have to lay someone off, my heart goes out to you if you've exhausted all other options and termination is what's needed. And while it's not easy for you, Think about how incredibly challenging it must be for the person or persons on the receiving end of your message. They do not care about how hard it is for you or how you don't want to do this. Instead, even though the termination is final, you have the opportunity to help your team process the message by inviting them into a conversation and listening to what they have to share. And whatever you decide to do, I encourage you, please don't lay off people on a group Zoom call. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Communicate to Lead. If you found this episode helpful and you know someone who'll find it useful too, please share this episode with them. Until next time.